This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. We're going to take a look at World Hearing Day. And our guest is the Director of Research Audiology for Signia USA. Uh, his name is Dr. Eric Branda. He has a PhD as well as an AUD and is a, I guess you're, you're really an audiologist, audiologist. Yes. All right. Uh, it's nice to talk to you again. We talked to you last year. Uh, World Hearing Day. Tell us about that. So World Hearing Day is, uh, it's brought from the, the World Health Organization, and it's a way to really help uh, bring attention to uh, hearing loss and, and hearing care in general. Are we seeing an increase of people with hearing loss and hearing problems more so than we did, say, 10 years ago, even 15 years ago? Yeah, well, I think if we consider the, the growing number of uh, elderly as we just as the population ages we're seeing more and more people that fall into that older demographic where we expect to see hearing loss so we do start to see that but if we look back even over the past decade we see a lot of younger people uh, becoming more exposed to louder noises and and engaging in more risky hearing behavior uh, there was one study i was looking at recently showing teens um, like age 13 to 19 and nearly half of them were reporting some signs of that were consistent with exposure to loud noises. And if we think about our, our environments, there's a lot of opportunity for noise-induced hearing loss. I was out to dinner last night, and the noise level in the restaurant, which seems to be the trend throughout the country, was really loud. And I used my cell phone I have your Signia app on it, and I just turned, made it so that I could hear in a noisy level, so I could hear the people talking at the table. Signia has changed my life because of the hearing aids that I have. Are hearing aids better today than 20 years ago, and are they any different than the Civil War when they had those big, you know, Cones, you, you've seen the pictures. You've probably actually seen, seen them. There must be a hearing museum someplace where they still have those big horns. There, there are a few uh, universities that'll have the, the ear horns there. The, and the big advantage to the ear horns at the time and would still have some value today is that when people see something like that, they tend to speak up louder for you. Aha. Uh, uh -huh. uh, so although they did of... provide a small increase in hearing. They did help collect some of the sound. Uh, so instead of making the hearing aid smaller, maybe you should make them larger. Okay, make you know, them larger, but, but then we get into the <laughs> cosmetics that people don't necessarily want to wear them. And uh, that, was, that was one of my areas that I didn't want to admit, one, that I had a hearing problem, and I do. I've been wearing headphones for a number of years, shall we say, and those hearing, uh, when we first started, we had what they called closed end hearing uh, 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 headphones. And those closed end headphones, I couldn't hear somebody standing right next to me. They were, and we cranked it so that we could hear ourselves, our guests, our music, whatever it was that we were doing. And I think that that has a big, had a big, impact on my own personal hearing. Yeah, that, that type of exposure can make a, a, a very big impact because you're funneling the sound right into the ear canal. So you're just saying, you know, 
we've got this uh, direct pathway and if we make it louder, uh, it starts to really wear down a particular part of the ear. So it doesn't affect the entire spectrum of the hearing. It doesn't go from the bass frequencies to the treble. It affects a certain area of the treble that's very important for speech intelligibility and, and speech clarity. Um, so sounds like S's, T's, P's and K's, those are all affected. And if you start to think about it, a word like cat uh, and the, the word pat, those can be very easily mistaken because if you don't hear the C in the T or the P in the T, it just sounds like the same word because you're just hearing that vowel sound and vowels carry the power. But the clarity, the intelligibility, just think about an old telegraph, that's where the, the, the meaning and, and clarity come from. Do today's hearing aids have more clarity than they did 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, so actually, and coming back a bit to what you had asked before, um, so 15, 20 years ago, we had a lot of limitations on how flexible the hearing aid could be as far as addressing the bass and the treble. There were different ways we could adjust it to help, but they were, they were a bit finite. As we've gotten into digital hearing aid technology, which has been around for uh, well over 15 years now, but as we've gotten into this and done a lot more with it, we can really manipulate the sound and manage it so we can be very specific in the high frequencies. We can bring those S's and T's and P's and K's. We can really focus on that intelligibility without overamplifying areas where you don't need it. Because hearing loss doesn't just mean like I'm turning the master volume down. Hearing loss is generally going to, in general, affect the low frequencies where you can hear speech coming. Um, it won't affect that less. And the high frequencies usually take the, the bigger brunt of it. So it feels like people are mumbling. You get the, um, you hear them talking, but you don't know what they're saying. And you know, as, as you may have uh, thought when you first started noticing hearing loss, it wasn't, it's not the person with the hearing loss. They think it's uh, the, the people they're talking to or mumbling. It, it's not my issue, it's, it's somebody else's issue. Um, but now the hearing aids are very nice at finding ways to target the frequencies we need to without doing anything with the frequencies where we don't need help. What about the, the technology of audio, of music today, uh, especially with our, our teens. They crank up the music like you and I did when we were younger. I was younger before you were younger, but we would go to a concert and, you know, the best seat in the house was right in front of that mammoth speaker. And you not only heard the music and left with ringing in your ears, but you felt it throughout your body. The vibrations, the sound was so loud. Should we, how do we go to a concert today, enjoy the music, but don't damage our hearing? Uh, so when it comes to concerts and, and appreciating live music, I, mean, I, I, I love live music. And I think the thing we have to think about is, is let's be smart about it because if you're listening to live music and it's loud and you hear that repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly, it's not going to sound as good live or, or um, through, through earbuds down the road. So there's nothing wrong with putting in some kind of hearing protection, whether it's going to be just the foam kind of uh, the small yellow ones to kind of put in the ear and dampen it, or they even make custom ear molds that will make the, they'll flatten out the response so it sounds natural. So it can make the music sound just as good softer and safer. Uh, studies have indicated that people with hearing loss have a higher incident of dementia. It's, I guess it's caused by the isolation. You're, 
you're literally cut off from the rest of the world. There is a, a lot coming out now, and there's lots of um, studies looking at those different relationships, uh, looking at you know untreated hearing loss and an association with dementia. There's um, I was just at a conference hearing about some other studies that are, are, are ongoing to uh, look at that relationship even more. But you know, I, I look at it that we are seeing signs of this relationship, and we've even seen um, some signs with patients with Alzheimer's. Um, and dementia as we've seen, um, if you look at kind of the, the traje trajectory of where it's going, actually adding some amplification can slow down some of that decline or is associated with a slowdown in that decline. So I look at it that we see some of these relationships uh, and we see that there's an impact on the brain. Let's get some amplification on as soon as we notice that there's an issue. Let's not wait, because I, I, something recently was saying, you know, we've always thought maybe around six, seven years, and I've seen it can be up to eight years before somebody acts on a hearing loss and that, that's far too long right now in in the 21st century there are a number of hearing aids that are being sold on television um, they're very inexpensive compared to uh, the major brands of hearing aids and i've tried them uh, i've sampled them in stores or or at um, at conferences they don't have, to me, the quality that Signia offers, and, but they're, they're hundreds of dollars. Are those any good? And can they damage I, your hear, hearing? So most of those uh, are typically not regulated. Hearing aids are regulated uh, through the FDA, so we do lots of paperwork to make those available. And hearing aids are fitted with a hearing care professional. Um, if I had to get a knee replaced, then I don't know that I'd want to just order the replacement online and then have to show up um, finding somebody to help me with it or try to do it myself. And so what we see with hearing aids is that we've got something that's regulated and we have a professional involved who is an expert on hearing and can help make sure that that hearing aid is doing what you need it to do. The, the other thing that, uh, uh, we didn't that I didn't talk about is the fact that Headphones uh, are very commonly used. I mean, there are all kinds of hearing uh, devices for music right now uh, for your iPhone. And people tend to crank that up, I believe. They shouldn't do that, should they? No, it's, I mean, you've got, you've got sound focused directly to the eardrum and turning that up is, it, it's such a controllable way of uh, reducing your exposure and risk to noise-induced hearing loss. And so if I can hear somebody's earbuds while it's in their ear, I, I think that's a, a bit too loud. I shouldn't be able to hear that. What I do think can be nice are some of the, the noise canceling headphones. And I see them on planes a lot because what happens is those are starting to reduce the environmental sounds. So you don't feel the need to turn the audio up as loud to try to cover up what's happening outside. So if it quiets down the environment, still gives you some awareness, but lets you keep your own volume at a very comfortable lower level. I, I do see a positive in that. Uh, as, as we conclude our time together, Eric, and we will do this again much sooner uh, than we did last time, World Hearing Day uh, highlights the many unexpected ways our hearing impacts virtually every aspect of our lives. Are there, what's going on for World Hearing Day? Are we just bringing awareness to it? 
Yeah. It's helping to bring awareness because I think if it's, if you're not thinking about it, then you won't act on it. And if there's somebody in your life, somebody that's experiencing hearing loss or you feel they are, this is just a good reminder to let's, let's add, let's get them in. Let's, let's get the hearing checked. Let's add it to a part of our annual health routine. Uh, we actually have a lot of information on our website, um, uh, www.signiausa.com slash world hearing day. So if you're looking for some resources on things and, and looking to really kind of be aware and take more control of your hearing, there's some resources there. Uh, and that's uh, www.signia, S-I-G-N-I-A, U-S-A, dot com slash World Hearing Day. That is correct. And our guest has been Dr. Eric Branda. He is the Director of uh, Research Audiology for Signia. And I have volunteered myself to be a lab rat the next time you come out with a new set and you need to know if it works or not. As Thank long you. as there's no cutting. All right. Not at all. That you, you know, blood would make me sick. Eric, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is Late Night Health. If you go to our website, you'll see a pretty picture of Eric and uh, a link to the website for World Hearing Day from Signia. Uh, I'm Mark Allen. We'll be back very soon with another special edition of Late Night Health.